Hey, welcome to uh, basically my very first, well, yeah, it is my first episode uh, of the mini, I guess, money minute. I guess I'm going to call it downer hours for when I really go on a long rant and money minutes for when it's uh, just a short one. Um, I am in my basement, so I hope there's not going to be too much noise. Um, so we'll see how it goes. Um, we'll do this as a test run. I was just sitting here and doing my own personal research, and I have this, not a dilemma, but I, I had to make two decisions, and two things I've been worried about, well, not worried about, but interested in uh, figuring out are where I'm going to go with my main investments for uh, my socially responsible index funds that I'm going to be buying, and also what ratio of my portfolio, if any, do I want to be bonds? And so those are two very different topics. Um, mostly, I guess I'm not going to talk too much about bonds because there's plenty of other smarter people out there, but um, in my research, uh, and again, I'm not a certified financial planner or an accountant or a lawyer or any of that stuff. I'm just a, just a regular guy like you. I'm just trying to sort through all this stuff in our Canadian uh, finance. So anyway, uh, with that disclaimer, um, the research that I've done by basically looking up articles online from, you know, respected uh, websites and stuff like Forbes.com or looking at uh, YouTube videos of people that I respect or reading uh, on Investopedia, which is a really great website. Uh, if you ever want to learn about investing and stuff, uh, Investopedia has a bunch of really great educational articles that explain um, a bunch of different concepts in a pretty easy to digest way. Um, anyway, uh, so the, the thing is interest rates right now are extremely low and oh, I heard, I heard the stairs creaking. That's what I'm talking about. There might be, might be noises. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Index rates are super, uh, in interest rates are super, super low right now. And, um, they're probably going to be low for a long time. I mean, no one can predict the future, so anything could happen, but generally bonds have greater yields when there are higher interest rates. Um, and interest rates have been so close to zero for so long. Um, I just don't really see them going anywhere for now. Also, I'm 35 and I'm not planning on using this money for 20 years. I've got a pretty long horizon. Some people would say that 20 years isn't that long. Um, whenever you talk about investing, you have to kind of stretch your idea of what long and short is because a short time horizon is a very, very short time horizon is like three to five years. And a long time horizon is like 30, 40, 50 years. Um, so some people would say 20 is actually a medium time horizon. But again, uh, just in case you're not familiar with my situation, I currently have a, a pretty good job. I've got a defined benefit pension plan I'm paying into, and I'm probably going to stick with that, um, you know, barring any kind of life, major life changes. So um, I'm not super concerned about my fixed income in retirement, but I am concerned about uh, investing in my retirement to be able to provide me with the funds that I need to accomplish my goals and dreams. So I'm, I'm worried about being efficient in my investing. And so when we talk about bonds as part of your asset allocation, um, the big problem is that, you know, bonds mitigate risk. So bonds are a very stable income source. 
as long as you're not investing in like junk bonds and uh, like risky corporate bonds and stuff like that. Um, I'm actually buying a, uh, I'm, I'm into XSTB, which is um, iShares short-term Canadian government bonds. Um, that's the one that was recommended by Tim Nash, um, the sustainable economist. He's on, uh, he's on YouTube. You can look him up, Tim Nash. He's got a really great website as well. Um, so I deferred to his expertise. Um, but I only have about 15% of my portfolio in bonds right now. And I've been considering bringing it all the way down to zero. Um, I thought about it and the, all the articles and stuff that I read basically talk about, um, risk mitigation. And for me, I'm in the growth stage. My portfolio is pretty small. And right now I just need to put, you know, put money into it and grow it and grow it for my 20 year, 20 to 25 year, uh, time horizon. And I'm flexible on the end date. So, you know, if I have to work a couple extra years in case of like a crazy major dip, it's not like I have an exact date that I absolutely need to retire. I'm, I'm okay with uh, being a little bit flexible and working a, a year, two, three years afterwards. And that might not be enough to reclaim a huge dip, but um, it's definitely enough flexibility that I feel comfortable. Um, that being said, I'm not going to go 0% bonds all the way to the end, but you have to consider that. And uh, the main benefit of having bonds is that when there is uh, a dip in the stock market, instead of your portfolio suddenly dropping in half, uh, which would be insane, in half is a really, really crazy amount. In 2008, uh, with the huge recession and uh, stock market bust that they had, um, I believe like the main, uh, I don't remember which one it was, but one of the uh, stock markets dropped 42%. So, I mean, that's really, really drastic, but even then it still wasn't in a half, but you have to have an iron stomach because if you start seeing your numbers drop, um, which you shouldn't be checking your portfolio anyways, uh, the worst thing you can do is check your portfolio because you're buying for the long term. So it doesn't really matter what the day-to-day price is, whether it went up, you know, 2% or went down 5% or whatever, that's just creating extra stress in your life. You need to be looking at the long game and educating yourself on, on the products that you're buying so that you don't have to stress about that and worry about the day-to-day values. Anyways, um, yeah, so if you, uh, oh, I lost my train of thought. Anyway, if you, uh, yeah, if the stock market bombs or is having a really bad day or whatever, then uh, having more bonds in your portfolio means that you'll have a lower percentage of equities, which are stocks in your portfolio. And so if the stock market bombs, instead of your, uh, your entire portfolio dropping as much, it'll drop to a lesser degree and it won't feel as intense. But at the same time, because you're not taking that risk and because you're in that stable in investment of bonds, you're not really making a lot of money. Um, depending on the fees you're paying, you know, you might just be keeping up with inflation at this point. Um, it's really not a really great place to park your money right now. In ages past, um, you know, bonds could have generated uh, quite a bit of money, um, but we don't have high interest rates like we used to, um, like when I was a little kid. So it's not really for fixed income anymore. Uh, not now anyways, it's possible that in the future, 
as inflation evens out and as, you know, this whole COVID thing blows over and uh, the massive amount of debt that people have in Canada and the United States, maybe people can uh, have less debt, but I don't really see that happening. You know, more and more you see uh, all these stories about millennials not being able to buy homes. I certainly can't afford to buy a home. Um, you know, insecurity in the job market, uh, weak compensation plans and retirement benefits. Um, it's really, you know, the job situations out there aren't great right now. And I'm not sure that, you know, it's really going to get into a golden time where uh, interest rates will be rising and bonds are going to be worth it. But who knows? Anyway, so as long as I'm comfortable with not really checking my portfolio, and even if I do, seeing that it's dropped a whole ton, as long as I know 100% in my heart that I'm not going to sell my stocks, um, then it's okay for me to be 100% equity. And, that, and that's really what that's all about. It's more of a mental battle with yourself because the number one rule of stock market is buy low, sell, sell high. And everything revolves around the fact that nobody can predict what low is really low and what high is really high. But what often happens is people end up buying high and selling low, which sounds insane. Like when you think about it, uh, couple steps back from the situation you're like that's it's illogical why would anyone do that well it's because they're making an emotional decision so even me i've fallen into that trap i haven't actually done it but like for example i bought a um i bought a, a couple shares of iclean uh icln and it's like a renewable energy index fund and uh it's done amazing i've made uh like 50 percent um, interest in the last, you know, uh, almost a year and it's awesome. And when I look at, okay, well now I've got some extra money this month. What am I going to invest in? It's tempting to look at someone that's done really well and be like, okay, I'm just going to double down on this and keep riding that wave or whatever. But the reality is that you need to be looking at the parts of your portfolio that are underperforming. Um, and, or, um, even if you're not picking and choosing, let's say you're just buying one fund like uh, VGrow, uh, and it's it's like a an index fund that already incorporates all the elements. So you're only buying one actual product, and that is diversifying your entire portfolio automatically within itself. Um, let's say it does really bad one month, and you're going to put your uh, monthly deposits in there, and you're like, oh, it's doing really bad. I don't want to buy it because it's it's doing bad right now. Well, that's the opposite way that you should think. Instead, you should think, oh, it's gone down. That means I can buy more shares for the dollars that I have, um, which is great because then later when it's doing well, I'll make more money. And even you have to train yourself to think, oh, if something's really tanked, like the stock market that tanked in March, you should be looking at what other money do I have that I can be putting into this right now because it's doing really poorly and you should think of it as when your stocks are doing well when your properly diversified portfolio is doing poorly you should think hey that's really good because it's less expensive for me to buy it right now and what you're you're not worried about what the price is right now you're worried about what the price is going to be in 20 30 years right so that's that's what you need to think about and so that i've trained myself to think like that and I know that if the the market was down, I would just be like, 
okay, great. Um, instead of this extra spending money and buying this toy or whatever, I'm going to buy a couple extra stocks this month and double down on buying it cheap. And when the stock market's up, I'm not going to not buy stocks. I'm still going to invest my money that I have set aside for that month because it's important to be uh, putting in your money regularly in the time in, in the market. Um, time in the market is worth more than timing the market. So you, no one should be trying to guess when it's going to be low or when it's going to be high or what's going to happen or which stock or individual companies are going to be doing good or bad. Um, we should all be buying properly diversified, super low cost index funds that align with our values. So anyway, um, I'm going to talk about that on the next one about, um, and well, the index funds that I'm switching to, I don't want to overload this conversation with two different topics. Um, but that is my other, uh, issue. I was thinking about, um, I was in XDSR, which is, uh, BlackRock's, um, socially responsible, uh, Europe and Far East index. So, uh, basically my not North America funds and well simple recently came out with their own series of index funds and I did more reading into them and I think I'm going to be switching over. So I'll talk about the next one, but in the meantime, uh, as far as bonds goes, I'll just leave you with this. So I've decided to sell my bonds and I'm just going to go all, all stocks, hundred percent equity, at least for the next while. Um, or unless somebody convinces me otherwise, cause I'm open to information and I don't know, you know, maybe there's information that I don't have yet. So that's the important thing. You got to stay open to new info. And that doesn't mean that if, uh, someone comments on this or whatever, and gives me an article and really explains to me why I need to have bonds in my portfolio. And, and then I realize that it's correct. That doesn't mean I'm going to go suddenly sell, sell my stocks and then buy bonds and make a bunch of trades. What I'll do in the future is I'll just, you know, I'll just be aggressively buying bonds until I meet that ratio because my portfolio isn't super huge right now anyways. And so there's no need to make knee-jerk decisions and do stuff like that, especially when you're making huge switches in your portfolio. You know, you definitely want to be sleeping on things before you make big decisions. So uh, if anybody has any questions, um, again, I'm not an expert, but I'm more than happy to help you Google and search the internet. We can come up with an answer together. Um, I definitely recommend the Rational Reminder podcast. I really like those guys. Couch Potato, uh, sorry, Canadian Couch Potato podcast was really great as well. Um, he only ran it as a series and then he stopped, but the episodes are still up and you can still listen to them. And uh, Ben Felix from Rational Reminder is also on YouTube. He's a pretty good resource. And uh, Tim Nash, if you're interested in uh, socially responsible investing, so that means uh, like investing in companies that have uh, ethical uh, requirements or uh, gender requirements or environmental uh, or like not investing in uh, weapons manufacturers or fossil fuels or that kind of stuff. So if you're interested in that kind of thing, instead of just buying literally every company in the stock market, then you can go check him out. And uh, I'll see you guys on the next episode. Hope to get some good feedback. Bye.